I'm pulling in my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. And today, guys, is my 500th podcast. 500, that's a lot of podcasts. Um, I, I'm amazed I still have things to talk about. Okay, so one of the things I do in my column is every 100, um, uh, every 100 articles, I do something called 100 and counting, where I go over all the different articles I've written. Um, and I've never done that for my podcast, and I thought for my 500th podcast, I will do the equivalent of that, where I go back and I talk about all the different podcasts. So if you, because not everybody's heard all 500 of my podcasts. So I'm going to walk through all the different things I've done and talk about them and share some stories and stuff. Um, I have no idea how this will play out, so this is me trying something new. Um, but I'm going to go back to the very beginning, and we'll see. This might be more than one podcast. I'm not quite sure how long it takes to cover 500 podcasts. Um, some I have a bunch to say, some I have very little to say, so we shall see. Okay, so in the beginning, when I started, so the, my very first podcast, Drive to Work number one, was actually the one I did as an experiment to see if, the, if it would even work. Um, I had this idea that I wanted to do a podcast, and I realized that I wanted to be about half an hour, and work, it took me half an hour to get to work. Um, and so, anyway, I one day I just experimented. I said, hey, let me just try this. What happens if I do it? And so, uh, Drive to Work number one was on Tempest, which was my very first set I ever did, or ever led. Um, and uh, so I decided to start, like, my first podcast would be my first set. I thought that would seem apropos. Um, and so I talked about it, and um, I remember what happened is I recorded it, and then I took it in, and I said, I think I told them I was just going to be posting it on my blog, and then uh, Wizards was like, oh, no, no, we want to put it up on our site, and so ever since I started, um, it's been a, a Wizards thing. Um, but anyway, uh, Tempest, the first one is really raw. The, the, the reason to listen to some of the early ones, more than anything else, is to see how far the podcast has progressed. Um, what happened early on was, early on I thought I was just going to be talking about designing sets. Never really clued in on me that, A, I'd be doing it this long, or that I would, like, I just wouldn't be able to, like, I couldn't just only talk about sets, like I'd run out of sets. Uh, so I, the early ones, as you will see, are about sets, but I, I, I didn't start, I realized pretty quickly I have to start extrapolating out. Also, in the beginning, I only did one podcast a week. Um, but what happened was I was having so much fun doing the podcast, I just kept doing them, and then I was getting ahead, way, way ahead of myself. So then for one month, I did uh, like a special month where two per month, uh, and then I realized that I could keep up the pace and do two. So that's what I've done. I, I, I do two, and I do two a week. Um, it's proven to be about right. I, 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 uh, doing two a week allows me to occasionally take some weeks off, because sometimes I'll do more than two in a week. Uh, so I can get ahead. Um, but anyway, so Tempest, my very first one. So drive to work number two is Zendikar. Uh, that's another set that I led. Um, and, you know, Zendikar, we had gone back to Zendikar. Um, so this was back in October of 2012. So this is before Battle for Zendikar came out, I believe. So probably at the time I was doing this, I was making Battle for Zendikar uh, while talking about Zendikar. Um, one of the fun things about this, by the way, uh, about this podcast is uh, Zendikar went on to be very popular. Um, but one of the fun things about the story was that when I first tried to make it, nobody wanted it to be made, or very few people. Like I, it was very, it ended up being a lot more difficult to make than one would imagine for a set that ended up being so popular. Uh, the making of it was really hard. Okay, drive to work number three. Um, I don't know whether or not this is my first guest. Um, 
I talked about Planeswalkers. Early on, at some point, I had Matt um, Cavada. He would carpool with me. Uh, he's since moved farther away, so he and I don't get the chance to carpool all that often. Every once in a blue moon we do, but not very often. We used to carpool a lot, uh, and Planeswalkers might have been his first one. I'm trying to remember. What, um, the reason it might have been Matt that I did Planeswalkers with is Matt was the one that came up with the idea for doing Planeswalkers during future site design. Um, and so I thought it'd be fun to talk with him about how Planeswalkers got made. I think I think he's on that one. I'm not 100% on that. Um, but anyway, this is the first podcast where I didn't talk about making of a set. I instead talked about a card type, which is still design-y, but a little bit different. Um, next, uh, also, the story of Planeswalkers uh, is an interesting story because um, Matt came up with the idea during Future Sight. We were originally going to make them during Future Sight as a nod toward the future with the idea that ultimately it would just become something Magic normally did. And um, the evolution took a while. Like it, it, We ended up not putting them in Future Sight because we weren't quite happy with them yet. Uh, they ended up coming out in Lorwyn. So anyway, the, the history of how Planeswalkers came to be is kind of interesting because it, it wasn't just like we had an idea and boom, the first version of it was the perfect version. We made a whole bunch of different versions. For a while, it was kind of controversial in R&D because people didn't quite like how they worked. And uh, But anyway, that podcast talks all about that. Drive to Work 4 is about invasion. So that's the first podcast I did about a set design that I did not lead. I was on the set. Um, and Invasion, I talk about sort of how we made it um, the fun story of Invasion is that um, the, this team was three people. It was me, Bill Rose, and Mike Elliott. Uh, Bill Rose was the lead designer of it. And we went off to my dad's house in Tahoe and spent a week there. And sort of the, the basic structure of it got made during this trip in, to Tahoe to see my dad. Okay, drive road number five is Ravnica. Um, it's gone on to be one of those popular sets we've ever done. Um, I talk a lot about Ravnica. Ravnica... Uh, the, the reason that this story is kind of interesting is that how we got to the guild structure, how we got to guilds, um, it, we didn't start there. And in fact, I started going some other places first and um, kind of finding the guilds is the thing that really made the, that cemented the design. And once we realized we had that, we built everything around it. But I talk a lot about sort of where we started and what we did and uh, I think we had the playtest that R&D called, called the most challenging playtest they've ever done. So all that is in the Ravnica talk. Number six is gold. So I talk about designing gold cards, and I talk about the challenges. I think this one's based on an article that I had done, in, in, um, that the structure is based on an article I had done. Um, from time to time on my podcast, I'll talk about articles. I'll use articles as jumping off points. And I'd done an article on gold design that I'm pretty sure is what I used to structure that. But anyway, in it, I talk about sort of how gold cards get designed and what are, you know, what are the requirements if you have two, two or more colors in the card and what are the challenges. And there's different kinds of cards we make, so I, I break them up into categories. Um, anyway, I just talk about the challenges of making gold cards. So if you like gold cards, there's that. Drive to work number seven is about alliances. Um, so this includes one of my favorite stories of all time, um, which is Alliances was the first set that I did development on. I wasn't a designer on. I was on the development team. So this is also the first set I talk about in which uh, I talk about the design, but I wasn't one of the designers. Um, I was on the development. It was the first team I worked on when I got to Wizards. Um, and there's a, there's a great story about um, customer service didn't have faith in the set, and they, especially the pitch cards, and... Uh, there was a big sort of R and D had to sort of stake its ground on what we believe that we believed in the set, and there's a good story about that that uh, 
I tell. One of my, one of my favorite magic stories. that I, I, I go into pretty big detail because it's a long story. Um, but if you ever want to hear, if you haven't heard the story of the Alliance's story, it's one of my favorite magic stories. And like I said, it's, it's a good chunk of the podcast because it's, it's probably a 10-minute story. Um, but it, it talks all about how um, customer service didn't believe in the set and convinced um, Peter, who was the, the Peter Atkinson, who was the CEO of the time, to lower the print run. And R&D had to go back and convince them to raise it. And anyway, it's a fun story. Never heard it. Give it, a, give it, a, give it a listen to. Okay, drive to work number eight was on cycling. So that's my first uh, drive to work on a mechanic. Um, cycling is we've done a whole bunch of times. Uh, in fact, we've done cycling since I've done the cycling mechanic. Um, I'm a kid use cycling, um, but anyway, a lot of people joke that I should have I've showed a bicycle to work while doing that podcast. Except I would be dead now, so probably that would not be a great idea. Uh, but anyway, this is the first I've been doing more mechanical podcasts. Uh, but this is the first one of me doing a mechanics podcast. So if you want to hear, it's kind of fun to go back to some of the early ones to listen to me and hear, hear me try to do it. Uh, and just, I, I'm still sort of finding my way. Oh, the other thing you'll notice from the early podcast is, I think I'm pulling on my driveway. I did from the very first podcast, I believe. Um, but my ending, it took me, took me a while to sort of get to the ending that I do. And you can see, hear me trying out a bunch of different endings, uh, some of which are kind of comically bad. Uh, but you can listen to those. So drive to work number nine was on the Psychic Graphics, a.k.a. Timmy, Johnny, and Spike. Or Timmy, Tammy, Johnny, Jenny, and Spike. Um, I talk about what they are. I, talk, I, I go in great depth. If you, if you don't, if you've not, I mean, I've obviously wrote articles about it too. I go in even more depth than I do in my articles just to have the time. So if you, if you at all want to know more about the Psychic Graphics, probably one of the best things I've ever done as far as going into detail in the Psychic Graphics was this podcast. It really, uh, I, I really got at it and talked about it. And in some ways, there's things you can do when you talk that's hard to do when you write. And this was one of those podcasts where kind of hearing it uh, helps a lot because there's a lot of sort of, um, I don't know, a lot of subtlety to the, the, the psychic graphics. And so anyway, if you ever want to learn about psychic graphics, haven't, this is a really good chance to do that. I, I go in really good detail, probably the most detail I've ever done. Drive to work number 10 is on Time Spiral. So Time Spiral... Um, Brian Tinsman led it. I was on the team. Uh, I was a head designer at this point for Time Spiral. I started with Ravnica. Um, so anyway, I was just sort of talking about the challenges of Time Spiral. Time Spiral was a blast to make. Uh, it ended up dividing the audience. The established audience really liked it. The less franchise didn't get it. Um, but it was a really fun make. And I, I share a lot of stories about some of the fun things we did in making it. Okay, next, 10 Things Every Game Needs. So this was based on a podcast, I'm sorry, this podcast was based on an article I did from my daughter, her fifth grade class. I got invited in by her teacher um, for the American Revolution, their assignment had to be to make a game. And so he liked bringing teachers in to do, I'm sorry, not teachers, he liked, the teacher liked bringing in parents to talk about things that had to do with what they did. Once he found out I was a game designer, he's like, oh, it's perfect. I have a thing where kids make a game. And I said, okay, well, I'll come in and I'll talk for an hour and I'll talk about how to make a game. Um, and so this, I wrote an article about the 10 things every game needs. Um, and then uh, I, I ended up doing 10 individual podcasts. We'll get to those. But I did, I, I, this is the overview talking about all of them. But I then broke them up and did one podcast per, per thing where I go in great detail. So if you are a game designer or game design wannabe, um, this is definitely something to listen to as well as the whole series. Um, there are a bunch of podcasts to me that are very game designery, and this this is probably the first of my really game designery podcasts. Um, next, drive to work number twelve, the great designer search. Um, so I've done two great designer search. 
the first one, Alex Jans- Alexis Jansen won. Uh, Ken Nagel came in second. Uh, the second one, um, Ethan Fleischer won, and Sean Main came in second. Uh, and all those people came to work for Wizards. Um, in fact, well, Sean no longer works at Wizards, but the other three still work at Wizards. Uh, in addition to Scott Van Essen, who came in third, who was in the first one and came in third in the second one. Um, Mark Globus, who came in fourth in the first one. Um, uh, Graham Hopkins, who came in third in the first one. So there's, there's a lot of uh, Wizards people who originally came into the Great Designer Search. Um, there's been two of them. This, I, I believe I'm talking about the first one and this one. Um, but I'm kind of talking about what it's like and how it runs and how it works. Um, did I? At some point I have um, Ethan comes and does a podcast with me. Uh, it's possible that this one had Ethan in it, Ethan Fleischer. Um, I think that he, the reason maybe we talked great design search is I had Ethan Fleischer on the show uh, at Carpool. He drove to my house. Uh, he actually lives in Issaquah, which is where I live. Not as close to me as Matt once did. But, um, so I think, I think this is one that had Ethan Fleischer on it. Okay, next, Drive to Work 13 is Unglued. Uh, well, obviously, Unstable, hopefully, has come out by the time you've heard this. So, Unglued was the very first uh, Silver Border set. I talk all about its design. There's lots of fun stories. And uh, so, if you care about Silver Border sets or, like, the, the story of the history of Unglued, how it came to be, uh, basically, Joel Mick and Bill Rose had this idea of a set with a Silver Border that wasn't tournament legal. And that's really all they had. And I was the out-of-the-box designer guy, so they came to me. And really, how I came up with Unglued and how, I, how it came to be the set that it did, I, I talk all about it in this. Driver number 14 is the Pro Tour. Um, I spent eight years working on the Pro Tour. Um, I went to every Pro Tour, almost every Pro Tour for eight years. I think I missed one for my daughter's birth. But... Um, which was good. I, I didn't want to miss my daughter's birth. Um, but anyway, I talk all about a whole bunch of Pro Tours, and I share stories, and um, there's a lot of fun if, if you guys have never heard it. I, I have a couple different podcasts where I talk Pro Tour stories. This is one of them. Next, Drive to Work 15, Code Names. So this is the one where I talk about the evolution of how we name sets. Um, this one is, I know it might sound dry, like really, Code Names, um, but it's been my job for a long time to make the Code Names. And they've been through a lot of different changes. Um, the funny thing, this is back in 2013. I've since uh, made another big evolution on the, on the, on the code name. So maybe one of these days, um, i got to figure out how to do follow-ups where I don't have a half hour's worth, but I have interesting little tidbits. Maybe I'll do a tidbit one, right? Just sort of, I follow up on a bunch of old ones. That might be a cool idea. Okay, uh, number 16. It's, uh, Drive to Work 16 says, Talking Urza Saga. I don't know why it's called Talking Urza Saga. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm talking about Urza Saga. I don't know. I don't know why it's not called Urza Saga, but Talking Urza Saga. Um, anyway, this is me talking about the design of Urza Saga. Um, that is a set that was. I mean, there's an argument whether the most broken set in all of Magic is Urza Saga or is Mirrodin. Um, depends how you want to. I think Urza Saga is the most broken. Um, but I think Mirrodin might have caused more people to leave the game. So it depends how you want to count it. Anyways, me talking about Urza Saga, including, I believe, the story of us getting chewed up by the CEO. So if you want to hear about how, uh, uh, how Urza Saga came to be so broken and the ramifications of it being broken, you can listen to that. Drive number 17 is on the Duelist. So I talk about the Duelist, the Duelist magazine. Uh, it's kind of how I got my start at Wizards. I did freelancing, did the puzzles for the Duelist. And then I started, the very first thing I did at Wizards was freelancing for the Duelist and writing articles. 
And so this is kind of about me getting my start at Wizards, but it's also me talking about the history of The Duelist. And a lot of people don't even know what The Duelist magazine is anymore because it hasn't been around for so long. So a little bit of, of history, both of sort of personal history and the history of the game. Number 18, artifacts. So I think I dedicated a podcast to each car type. Obviously, I did Planeswalkers first. So this is me talking about artifacts. Um, it's me talking about how artifacts get designed and the challenges of artifacts. And um, ironically, I just did a podcast talking about my lessons learned from Kaladesh. And there's, there's more on the topic there. Um, but anyway, this is me talking about so how we design artifacts and the challenges of artifacts. Okay, next. Drive to Work 19, 20, and 21 is Innistrad Part 1, 2, and 3. So this is the part where I figure out that I don't need to do everything in a single podcast. That I can actually do multiple podcasts on the same topic. Um, so Innistrad, which I think is either the best set I've ever designed or in contention. I think it probably is the best set I've ever designed. Um, I'm really, really proud of Innistrad. It came out great. Uh, I led the design. Eric Lauer led the development. Uh, and it just was really uh, an amazing set. I'm, I'm very happy with the set. And uh, the players also liked the set. Obviously, we went back there in Shadows over Innistrad. Um, so this is me talking in great detail about Innistrad. I think what I start to do is... I will talk about sets, and then sometimes I'll also talk about the cards in the set. So I do the, I do the set design, and then I talk about cards in the set. Um, sometimes I just talk about design. Sometimes I just talk about cards. The fact that this is three uh, podcasts long makes me think that I'm talking about cards in addition to just talking about the design. Next. Oh, okay. So Driver 22, 23, and 24 uh, is the Golden Trifecta series. So it is my belief that Richard Garfield made three amazing design, uh, creations when he invented magic. One was the trading card genre, one was the color pie, and one was the mana system. So I spend a podcast on each of them talking about why they're amazing and what sort of, you know, what exactly Richard made. Uh, and I talk about why they're important. So uh, the probably the one, the, the, the mana system, number 24, a lot of people really diss the mana system. So that's a, a really... Uh, I mean, the trading card game, I talk about all the challenges making a trading card game, all the innovations you had to come up with, what it meant to be a trading card game versus not a trading card game. Um, the color pie, I go off on why the color pie is important, structurally what it does. Why, like, I talk about sort of why, I obviously love it, but I talk about why it's so crucial and why it's kind of so innovative and why it really defines the game and why it's the heart of the game. And the mana system, I defend the mana system. People love to pick on the mana system. Everyone seems to think the mana system is like the great weakness of magic. And I believe it's one of its strengths, not one of its weaknesses. So if you want to know why, you can hear about it there. So Drive Door 25, I talk about Homelands, the set Homelands. Now Homelands, I had, uh, I guess I playtested it. I was one of the playtest teams, so we did playtest it. But other than that, I wasn't on any designer development team. It's before my time. Um, but I do talk about Homelands. Uh, I've gone on record calling Homelands the worst design set in the history of Magic. Uh, I explain that in this podcast and talk about a lot of the challenges. Um, there also is a really interesting story about a fight in R&D uh, between R&D and uh, Peter Atkinson. So there's a kind of cool behind-the-scenes story there as well. Um, and I talk a lot about the set. I talk about sort of... Um, there's, it was trying to do some stuff with story. I mean, the, the, there is some things it, it, it did for the first time. Um, it might not have been super successful, but it was something that it, it did try, and, and it, it, it is a good historical podcast. Okay, Drive Road 26 is white. So white is a podcast on the color white. I think I did five podcasts, one in each color. This is where I talk color philosophy. What does white believe? Um, one of the cool things about this, this series is I'm able to go into really big detail. I mean, I have a half an hour to talk, all but one color. So it's me really going detail on what the white means. 
Um, number 27, bad cards. So this was based on a, a very famous article I wrote called When Cards Go Bad. That was like one of the earliest articles I wrote. It was like the ninth or tenth article I wrote. It really sort of made me understand the kind of articles I want to write. Um, but anyway, I talk about bad cards, why they exist, why we make them. Um, and the structure of this is my article. So I, uh, in my article, I talk about reasons why we make bad cards. And um, in fact, I did an article and then I did a new article that sort of I, re I revisited the article. And those articles went into this bad card podcast. Next, drive book number 28, Planar Chaos. Um, so I talk about uh, one of the more controversial sets we've ever made. Uh, me messing with the color pie in an alternative reality present, uh, part of the time spiral block. So it's me talking about it. The fact that it's only one podcast means, I don't know if I went in detail on cards. I think I mostly talked about the design of the set. Um, one of the cool things about this set was it's the set, the closest we've ever come to making a six color. Uh, we didn't get that close, but we did play test cards. We made cards. We, we figured out what the, how the color pie would work. So anyway, I talk about that in this one. Okay, Drive Road 29 is my podcast on creatures, so it's part of my series on card types. I talk about how to design creatures um, and, you know, the challenges of creatures and what we've learned. And, and creatures have gone through a bit of an evolution through magic. They really were kind of misunderstood early on and way underpowered, so I, I talk about that. Okay, Lesson 30 and Lesson 31 are Lessons I've Learned, Parts 1 and 2. So I had this idea to do a, a podcast series about lessons that I've learned. Um, eventually I would realize that I could do one per set I led. These early days, um, I actually go through a bunch of sets. So it, I don't remember. It, it's only sets that I led. So I start with Tempest, uh, and then I go through things that I learned. Um, I can, I still, like I just recently did the one on Cavendish. I still do lessons learned. I now spread them out a little bit and do an entire podcast on just a single, the lessons of a single set. Um, but these early ones, I, I, I think I go through like three sets each time in the early ones. Um, so the first three sets I led would have been Tempest, Urza's Destiny, and Unglued, which is, I assume, Lessons Learned. We'll talk about that. And then it would have been Odyssey, then Mirrodin, and then Fifth Dawn, I think. So anyway, Lessons I've Learned are, are early stuff. Okay, uh, Drive to Work 32, 33, and 34 are on Future Sight. I call this my Art House uh, set. It's a set I did that uh, has lots of nuance. I'm super proud of the design, but it was really complex and very confusing. And for the people that can enjoy the nuance of the set, there is a lot of nuance. It really is a very cool set. I was exploring things of the future. Uh, I did mix and match, where I mix and match mechanics from the past. I did all sorts of cool things. It is super complicated, um, but it is much beloved, and the people who were able to appreciate it really appreciate it. That's why I call my art house film, which is, it wasn't a popular set, um, but it was critically acclaimed among the people that got it. Um, and so I talk about it. The fact it's three podcasts long, I might, I, I'm not sure whether or not I talk about cards from it. There's a lot going on in Future Sight. So maybe just me talking about Future Sight took up the full time. Okay, Drive Work number 35 was on blue, the color blue. So the second in my color podcast where I talk color philosophy. Uh, by the way, if you at all love the color pie, I would listen to the whole series on the color pie. I really, really go in great detail and... Um, it is fun. I love talking color pie philosophy, so it's kind of fun to let me dig deep. Uh, and so I, this series is fun to listen to. Project number 36 is Tales from the Pit. So I started a comic strip, which I still run. In fact, I just, uh, I'm in my 1600 somethings. I think today I did 1647, I think I did today. Um, anyway, it's a comic strip that I started. This podcast talks about kind of how the comic strip started and just tells some stories along the way. 
Um, the very first trip I ever did got, got censored. Um, I talked about that. Um, but anyway, um, talk about, uh, if you want to sort of, if you, if it's me talking about social media and me talking about my comic and a little bit about my writing days and talking about comedy. Um, but anyway, it's a nice, sometimes I like going deep on a thing that's very personal to me that is not a, a, it's a lot of words on a very small topic and that, 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 that's this one. So Drive to Work 37 is Lessons Learned Part 3, which would have been, at this point I'm doing two or three per thing still. So assuming I did Fifth Dawn, I'm guessing here. After Fifth Dawn, my next set would have been, after Fifth Dawn, would have been Ravnica. Would have been Ravnica and would have been uh, Shadowmore and Eventide. So it's roughly around there. Drive Drug 38 is about Unglue 2, the obligatory sequel. Unglue 2 was the set I made that never got released. I've written two articles about it called Unseen 1 and 2, uh, where I show off some of the art and some of the cards. Um, it's a really interesting story. Uh, it's not often we make a set and we design a whole set and we get art for it, and then it gets pulled and it never gets released. Uh, in fact, this might be the only set in Magic that like, got that far. and got. I mean, there's stuff we had done that got stopped much, much, much earlier. This got stopped way later. Like I said, the art was done. It's not often we kill things after the art is done. Um, but anyway, it's, it's an interesting story. And, um, I mean, it, it, especially if you've never heard about sort of the, the behind the scenes. Um, anyway, it's interesting. Number 39 is on randomness. Um, I joked that I should have just kept rolling dice uh, and just talked about random things. But no, I talk about randomness in gaming. It's based on a very popular article I did talking about randomness. Uh, it gets quoted a lot by other games. When other people want to argue about randomness in their game, they quote my article a lot about randomness. So I talk a lot. There's a lot of lessons I learn. Uh, and this is the podcast version of my article. Um, the, the thing that's really cool about it is um, there's a lot... You would think that randomness... There's a lot of details to randomness. There's a lot about how randomness works. So anyway, it was a pretty cool podcast. It was a cool article. Also read the article if you want. Okay, Drive to Work 41, 42, 43 is Mirage, part one, two, and three. So I'm definitely not on the thing where I'm stretching out when I talk about sets. I think I'm talking about cards from the set in addition to the set. Um, Mirage was the first set that I was on the development team the whole time. Uh, I showed up in the middle of alliances, so I was there for part of alliances. But Mirage, I was there from the beginning. Um, Mirage was the first... I mean, I, I got a few cards in Alliances, I guess. But Mirage was the first that I got a whole bunch of cards in. It's where Morrow shows up. Uh, anyway, I, and it was fun. I mean, like I said, I was a developer on this thing, not a designer. But uh, I was very, very actively involved in the development. I also did Flavor Text. I think I talked about that a little bit. Um, but I go in deep. If you, if you like Mirage, Mirage was the first set made for limited play. Like, really, where we thought about limited play and development. So I talk a bunch about that. So anyway, you can hear that. Number 45 is Meet My Dad. So my dad is named Gene. Um, I had to drive him somewhere uh, to the airport or something, or he needed my car. For some reason, I had to drive him to work. And I, I said, hey, well, why don't we just do a podcast? And he said, okay. Um, and so I just did a podcast with my dad. You can meet my dad. Uh, and we talk a bit about sort of what I was like growing up. And my dad really was the gamer in the family that taught me to fall in love with games. We talk about that. And he talks a little bit about being my dad. And um, there's a fun story about... Um, or a couple stories, I think, about him meeting people who, you know, that him being him being a celebrity because he's my dad is a fun story about that. Um, but anyway, if you ever curious what my dad is, who my dad is, you get a chance to meet my dad. Drive Rook 46 is on instants and sorceries. So this is another in my 
podcasts. I think I combined them because they're very interconnected. So I had done planeswalkers, I had done creatures, I had done artifacts. Well, it's time for instances and sorceries. So I talked about how they're designed, I talked about the challenges of them. I think I also talked about when something should be an instant versus when it should be a sorcery. Um, drive door number 47 was lessons learned. So lessons learned was, um, lessons learned was part four. So the next, I don't know, at this point I'm losing how many things I talked about. I think I started to realize that I didn't need to do as many. So I think I started talking about less per. Um, the fact that it doesn't say the name of it means that it's at least two. Uh, but this is my fourth of the lessons learned. Okay, drive to work 48, 49, 50, and 51 was Scars of Mirrodin. Um, so Scars of Mirrodin, if you don't know, was a really, one of the hardest designs they ever did. I kind of lost my way a little bit. Um, it's, it's the one set that um, Bill Rose basically, he was my, my boss, at the, well, still my boss, but he was the head designer at the time. And he sort of said that if I couldn't find my way, he was going to give it the set to somebody else. Uh, I got lost for a while. And in the end, I was very happy with what we ended up with. But, um, and I talk a lot about how originally Mirrodin was going to be New Phyrexia, the first set, not the third set. And um, Scars of Mirrodin was going to be New Phyrexia. But anyway, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of interesting mechanics. I talk about, the, I talk about, I think I might spend an entire podcast talking about the road of poison, of getting poison into magic. Um, I love poison. Um, but anyway, uh, the Scars of Mirrodin is a, a four-parter. Um, I, I start going into more in, in detail and, and such. Drive Drug number 52 is on black. Uh, it's another, in my color pie philosophy, this is on black. Uh, once again, all I can say is if you, if you haven't listened to them, they're some of my favorites. Number 53 is Tales from the Boat. Um, so this is another of my pro tour stories. These are all about stories that took place on the Queen Mary. For many, many years, PT Los Angeles took place on the Queen Mary, and there were so many things that happened there that I, I talk about it. I talk about um, having the wrong top eight and having to find the guy and tell him he's not in top eight. I talk about the, the riot uh, where um, a player got DQ'd in the finals. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of fun stories. And uh, when people, when I ask people what their favorite podcasts are, this is one that comes up a lot. Uh, it's, it's just a favorite. It's just me sharing stories about the Pro Tour days. It's a lot of fun, and I there's some fun stories. Um, I think I also get a story about Mark Justice and I uh, doing like 10 to 12 hours of commentary in a phone booth. But anyway, it's a fun one. Listen to it. Number 54, Flavor Text. I'm pretty sure this was a pod, uh, podcast with Matt Cavada in the car. He had been in charge of Flavor Text for many years. Uh, his, he actually worked at Wizards two different times. His first time, he was in charge of names and flavor text. So he and I talked flavor text. I've written a bunch of flavor text, and there were a few sets I was in charge of flavor text, Odyssey, Unglued, and Unhinged. So we talk about what it's like to both write flavor text and be in charge of flavor text. Uh, drive work number 55 is about land. So this was about my, um, this was about, this is another of my podcasts on the card types. I talk about challenges of making land. I talk about sort of the rules about land. And I, I just talk about everything there is to talk about. Drive to work number 56 is about drive to work. Um, this is my first, I, I've done a couple different podcasts about drive to work. This was my first one. Uh, this one was about the history of drive to work, how it ended up getting made, and what I learned, sort of the, the route to me getting a podcast. Okay, number 57, 58, 59 is Champions of Kamigawa. So this is me talking about Champions. I, this was a set that I was not on the design team for. Instead, I was on the development team for. Um, and that set had a lot of issues. Um, I, I've called Kamigawa... I've called Kamigawa... Okay, why can't I say this word? I've called Kamigawa Block 
um, the worst designed block in history. Um, it had a lot of challenges, and um, I became head designer in the middle of this block, but it was kind of, Ravnik was the first block I really had control of what we were doing. Uh, Kamigawa kind of was off, was already sort of out of control, and I sort of tried to rein it in a little bit, but um, not super successful. It, it really, we made some fundamental decisions early on that I think were, that were hard to undo and, and caused all sorts of problems. But anyway, I talked about champions, I talked about cars and champions. Okay, 60, 61, and 62 are one of my favorite three, a series. So 60 is on comfort, 61 is on surprise, 62 is on completion. So this is on my com the communication theory. I've talked about, the, I did an article on this, and then this is me breaking it up into three different podcasts. Um, in communications theory, there are three things the audience seeks out, which is comfort, surprise, and completion. It is what drives the idea of what do people want through, through communication. Uh, I apply it to story. I apply it to card design. I really go in great detail. So much so, like I said, I spent a podcast on each of the three. Um, it's a really interesting thing. This is one of my favorite series I did. Um, it's actually interesting. Even if you don't know magic, it's really not a magic-centric one, although I, I, it applies to magic. It applies to magic design. Um, but if you're at all interested in creativity at all or making designs or writing, uh, it really is a, a really cool series. So drive work number 63 was 1993. So I did a series called 20 Years, 20 Podcasts. In fact, it's a series I haven't really finished yet. Um, I had done a um, video at Worlds one year where in 20 minutes I summed up 20 years of magic on its 20th anniversary. Uh, and then I decided that instead of doing a minute per year, I would do a podcast per year. So this series, I talked through each year everything that happened that year all the products that came out that year, all the main events that happened that year, and I tell stories. The early ones, I have a little bit more room for stories because less happen, so I have more time to extrapolate. Some of the later ones, I'm just so busy saying everything that happened that I, I, I have less time to share stories. Um, but anyway, this is 1993. It's the year of Magic's release, um, and there's, there, there's a lot of me talking about the Magic coming out because there wasn't not, not that much happened in 1993, so there's a lot more detail of me talking about Magic's origins. Um, 64, Walking the Plains. So that was a series um, that uh, Nate and Sean do, or did. Uh, they now do a different series. Uh, but they did a whole bunch of series at the Pro Tour, sort of filming the Pro Tour. And there's a lot of comedy sketches they would do. I, whenever I was in town with them, I would do stuff. So I'd been, I was on a bunch of different um, uh, Walking the, walk the Plains. I talked about all my different appearances and the funny sketches we did and sort of behind the scenes. Um, so, if you're at all a fan of that series, I go in, in depth about talking about that series. Okay, next, uh, red. So this was uh, the fourth in the series of the Color Pie Philosophies, me talking about red. Uh, Driver number 66, development. Um, this is me talking about all the things that development do. This obviously was back in the day when we had design and development. Uh, I talk a lot about sort of design, so it's me talking about all the stuff that development does and what development does. And then 67 was creative, it's me talking about the creative team and all the work they do. So 66 and 67, although not technically a series, is me talking about different sections of the company and so how, how design works with development, how design works with creative. Obviously, we've revamped some of the stuff, which I talk about in a later podcast, um, but this is a really good insight. If you don't understand the difference between the different parts of R&D, I mean, this is the old school version of it, but it, you can listen to it and me talk about it. 68 is me talking about piggybacking. So this is a concept. Um, in fact, I do a piggybacking episode here, and then I do a different one 
as part of my GDC series. Um, but this is based on my article that I wrote on piggybacking. Uh, it's a concept where you as a game designer can, by choosing how you represent things and playing with resonance, you can teach people through your examples of what you choose. Interestingly, it's the one game where I choose a different game to explain the concepts, is I choose Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, George Fan, the creator, is a Magic fan. I, I've had a chance to meet him a couple occasions, and um, I had a great discussion with him about where plants and zombies came from, and it inspired this article. Um, which, is, which, by the way, is a very popular... Um, the column is very popular among game designers because it talks about a concept that I was the first person to talk about, at least the name, I guess. I mean, it's not that other people didn't do it. I just named it first, I think. Um, so it's a popular article. Next, 6071 and 72 is Odyssey. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 69, 7071, 72 is Odyssey, part one, two, three, and four. Uh, Odyssey was a set that I ran. Um, uh, I talk about it. There was a, there was a lot in Odyssey. I, I, it was a point in my career where it was early on. I was still kind of overdeveloping things, and I just would make more than possible could fit into sets. So there's a lot of stuff in Odyssey. Not all of it made it. Um, I obviously talked about a bunch of cards in it, but there's a lot of cool stories about Odyssey. It definitely was a set that I was really proud of. Um, it's a weird set. In the, it wasn't particularly popular by the audience, but it has become a, a, a favorite sort of among the spikes because it's a super, super spiky set. Probably the most spiky set I ever made. Um, and there's a big lesson I learned while designing um, Odyssey that I obviously talked in Lessons Learned, but I also talk about here in this, in this podcast. Okay, number 73 and 74 was about the Magic Invitational. So uh, I used to run an all-star game. Uh, it started as a thing for the Duelist. The first early ones were called the Duelist Invitational, the magazine that I, I'd worked on that I was editor-in-chief of for a while. Um, and i go through... I would later go in more detail the Magic Invitational. I think this was me doing a podcast, sort of talking about it at, at whole, and then I realized that there are, I could go into more details. So I think... Um, I later do a series of invitationals where I go invitational by invitational, and I, I, I might talk about two per. But this is me talking about how the invitational came to be, kind of the... And there's a lot of things that came out of the invitational. There was formats that came out of the invitational. So th there's a lot of fun stories about sort of the, how, how, that, how that came about. Drivework 75 was Enchantments. So this was another in my um, car type series. Um, was Enchantments the last one? Well, I'd done Planeswalkers. I'd done Creatures and Artifacts and Instant Sorceries and Lands. Uh, I don't do an interrupt one or anything. I think I might have done one where I cover all the car types I don't cover at some point. But anyway, this was the final one, I believe, of that. Um, enchantments are an interesting case. There, there are some challenges to designing enchantments. Um, in some ways, artifacts and enchantments are very similar, and I talk about how we things we do to make them feel a little bit different. Um, and anyway, I talk about auras, and I talk about all sorts of things with enchantments. Drivework number 76 is 1994, so the second in my 20 years, 20 podcast series, where I talk about magic second year. Um, and there's a lot that goes on that year. Um, uh, not as much, I guess, not as much later. But I, I, the early years, I really, really go in depth of a lot of the, sort of the nitty-gritty of, of some of the early things that magic did. There's a lot of firsts in the early years. 19, uh, sorry, Drivework 77 is on creativity. Uh, it was based on an article I did called Connect the Dots which was an article on creativity that I wrote on my theory of creativity, uh, which is a really interesting article. It gets linked to a lot. gets uh, read a lot. And it's me talking about it. So it's me talking about my beliefs on creativity. This is another one that stands alone. I mean, I, I mentioned magic in it, but it's really 
Uh, if you're into game design, it's another. This is me talking about creativity. I guess you don't even need to be in game design. If the concept of creativity is interesting to you, it's my take on creativity. Project number 78 was on the PT1 video. Because this is a funny story. I was asked kind of last minute to direct the video for PT1. Um, but the when I say last minute, I mean after the event happened. Um, so anyway, it's a very funny story. It talks about how this thing came to be. Um, we have it on, uh, you can go on our website and uh, Henry Stern and I have done um, commentary on it. Anyway, it's a funny, funny story. It is kind of a crazy story, which I guess makes it, a, why it makes such a funny story. Uh, but me going into detail and, and if you like me, if you enjoy the podcast where I tell stories, this is just one long, giant, crazy story. Uh, drive work number 79 was green. So it was the um, fifth in my color philosophy series. 8081, 82 was Theros, oh sorry, 8081, 82 was Theros 1, 2, and 3, and then 84, 85, 86 was 4, 5, and 6. What I started doing was when it was more than three things, I would break it up. So number 83 is rarities. I'll get to that in a second. So 8081, 82, 84, 85, 86 is a six-part Theros uh, podcast. Um, I led the design for Theros. Um, I talked about how Theros was originally something completely different. It wasn't going to be Greek mythology, but that got killed by the creative team. Um, and I talk about the making of Theros, and I go into the nitty-gritty of it. I talk about a lot of cards from it. Uh, if you at all like Theros, I go into extensive... Oh, wait! There's even more. It's not a six-part. It's an eight-part. So Drive to Work 88 and 89 were part seven and eight. So it, it, it's not all consecutively, because when I do one series, I break it up if it's longer than three, so that not everybody necessarily wants to hear that series. Um, but anyway, I did an eight-part, one of my longer series. I had a lot to say about Theros. Um, Drive Rogue 83 was on rarities. That's where I talk about um, common, uncommon. Um, the interesting thing about it is, A, there's a lot more rarities than you realize. I talk about that in the podcast. And I talk about a lot of the challenges, what it means, what different rarities mean. Um, but I go in great detail and sort of kind of the nitty-gritty of how rarities work. Um, 19, uh, Drive Rogue 87 is on 1995. It's my third in my 20 Years 20 podcast series. Um, 1990, I talked about the stages of design. I think at the time there were only five, so I talked about the first five stages. There later is a sixth stage that comes up in the later that I, at the time I it hadn't happened yet. Um, but I talked about the first five stages of design. I talked about what it means, how each one's declared, what 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 what's the first stage, when is it, who how is it defined, what what's different between the first stage and the second stage. Um, if you like magic history about design, this is this is like chock full of it. Number 91, I talk about names. I think this was another podcast with Matt Cavada. Um, uh, I think that he, he, I think he and I did one on names because he had, had done names. Um, we talk all about like the challenges of naming cards and things you don't think about and th- that naming is this resource that actually is one of the most uh, valuable resources we have and it's something we have to be very careful with. Um, Top 92 was my first mailbag with Matt. So that's when you guys write me questions, usually on Twitter, and then Matt reads them and, and he and I answer them. Um, so you can hear Matt and I answering questions. Number 94, oh, I see. Number 94 is Invitational Part 3. I think what happened was 73 and 74, oh, I, I get it. So I started doing a series on the Magic Invitational. 73 and 74 were the first two parts, which I think I talked about two Invitationals per, and then this is three, so I talked about two more. So the first one would have been about Hong Kong and Rio. The second one about Barcelona and Kuala Lumpur. Um, that's the one, the Chris Pakula one, by the way. So Hong Kong was won by Ularade. 
Um, uh, Rio was won by Darwin Castle. Um, Barcelona was won by Mike Long. Um, and then Kuala Lumpur was won by Chris Pakula. Then the third part would have been about... Um, uh, the Kuala Lumpur story of Chris winning is a great story, by the way. Uh, the third one would have been about... Um, uh, Sydney, which is uh, John Finkel won, and Cape Town, which Kai Buddha won. So this part three is about two of the greatest players to ever play Magic, back-to-back, won the Invitational, and me talking about those Invitationals. I talk about all the formats. I talk stories about where we're at. There's some fun stories from being in Sydney and being in um, Cape Town. Um, num- number 96 is New World Order. So what is New World Order? This is a big innovation that Matt Place and I came up with. I talk all about it, sort of how it came to be, what it means, and how it affects magic, and how it affects magic design. It's something that still has an impact till today. Um, number 97 was Blogatog. So I talk about the making of my blog. Uh, and so it's kind of fun of kind of the history of where the blog came from and how it evolved. You can learn the original name. It wasn't originally called Blogatog. I talk all about sort of how it came to be. Uh, number 90... Oops. Sorry. Number... 98 was on 1996. That's my fourth in my 20 to 20 podcast series. And the number 100 and 101 were on Torment. Oh, so I started doing this thing when I went over series. I would go through whole blocks. So I talk about um, Odyssey. So now I'm talking about Torment. Um, so Torment, oh, sorry, Torment is 99, 100, and 101. It's a three-part series. So I talk all about that. Um, but anyway, I had no idea how long this would take today. So apparently... I had it right in my column that a hundred things is about right. So I don't, I got to think about how often I want to do these, but um, this is the first hundred, uh, hundred podcasts. So I, I assume I will do more of these. The idea of these is to help people understand sort of what is in the early context. And so people can know that. And there's a resource to go back. Um, hopefully I've encouraged you to go hear some of these because it's some fun stories. Um, but anyway, I'm now at work. So we all know what that means. This is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking about magic, and talking about talking about magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.